Welcome to the DC Today, your daily market synopsis of the Dividend Cafe, brought to you every Monday through Thursday to bring you up-to-date information and perspective on financial markets. Hello and welcome to DC Today, uh, Wednesday, June 28th. Uh, Brian Seitel here with you. Uh, kind of a quiet day in, in market action. The Dow closed down about 74 points on the day. It was basically down the entire day by about that much. I think at one point it might have been down 150 or so, but not more, and uh, just sort of traded sideways. Interest rates on the day were um, slightly lower after yesterday's backup. So we had 10-year close at about 371, which was down five basis points on the day. So kind of a quiet summer day in trading. The biggest news really was around a central bank summit um, in Portugal, in Central Portugal, where there was sort of most of the major central bankers um, around the world um, on stage discussing policy, discussing you know, their policy and, and where interest rates might go and inflation and all these sorts of things. Powell, the US central banker, obviously, um, kind of reiterated the same, basically that uh, you know, more rate hikes were on the, on the table. And not, not only that, but that you know, consecutive rate hikes could be on the table as well. So read into that what you might. The Fed futures right now is pricing in like a 75% chance for a a rate increase in July, uh, which was up a little bit on the day following his comments. But it's data dependent. He he was asked at one point um, if he thought the uh, inflation rate would get back to two percent, which is is the target. You know when he thought that would happen? Would it be the end of next year, end of this year, that type of thing? And he said basically not until two thousand and twenty five. So yeah, that the comments were more hawkish than. Uh, than I think what what uh, what had been predicted. Lagarde and the uh, ECB, so Central Bank of Europe, also said you know that there was kind of more more work to be uh, to be had as far as getting inflation lower. She did sort of say that uh, well, it's perfectly possible for a recession in Europe, but it wasn't her expectation. And frankly, I don't really know what central bankers are supposed to say when they're asked that question. Of course, they're not going to, you know, most of the time figure that they can get it right and sort of have this sort of soft landing with with the economy and, and still being able to get inflation lower. Um, the UK, where inflation is by far the highest in the G7, at least, uh, said the same thing, although I, I thought it was a tell a little bit. Uh, the banker there, his name is Bailey. You know, their Fed, Fed futures for, for the BOE is predicting something like a terminal rate at six and a quarter at this point. He basically said, "Well, we'll wait and see. You know, what data comes in if we'll actually get to that number." But all that to say that the one outlier of of those big central bankers was Japan, which is Ueda. You know, they still have Fed policy at zero. In fact, it's lower than zero. They have a central bank policy rate at negative point one percent, and then they're manufacturing interest rates on the longer end, end of the curve called yield curve control to keep interest rates low. And they're doing that because inflation is higher than it has been. The past couple of decades, it's still somewhere around 2%, give or take. I think it's actually a little above that right now. And I actually, um, I don't know that they would say this, but as far as most of the rest of the developed world being at three and a half to say five and a half on interest rates, and then the Bank of Japan, the BOJ at basically negative 0.1, you just have to realize what that does to currency. It's the, the yen is like 144 to one right now against the dollar. It's really weak, historically weak, weaker than it's been in 20 years. I, I think it was a little weaker maybe recently, but I mean, more or less, it's the weakest it's been in, in 20 years. So if you're an exporting nation selling widgets across the world 
and you're able to sell them cheaper, that gives you a competitive advantage, aka the, the China rule book for many decades. So I don't know that they're necessarily upset about that part of it, but we'll see, see how that plays out. All this to say, um, inflation is coming down. Uh, the economy is holding in. I do think it's of note that the debt in this country, uh, the U.S. government debt, is up 25%. So the total amount of debt is up something like 25% just in the last three years. So it's, 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 it's a pretty extraordinary thing when you think about that. We've talked about this a lot with the amount of indebtedness and what that does to longer term inflation, it, it tends to bring it down. You know, you, you've pulled forward forward expenditure by issuing that debt to consume now and, and to, to spend more now. And that, of course, hurts, you know, the future if you're having to pay for that. The debt service cost in this country has gone up from about $1 billion a month to about $2 billion a month just in the past two years. So at some point, this stuff matters. And I, I do think, uh, uh, as we've talked about with Japanification, or, or David has quite a bit, and I think last week's Dividend Cafe was was on the topic, you can sort of see the difference in some of those central bankers' comments and how that sort of plays out. Uh, on the consumer side, on the household side in this country, also just remember that while the consumer is still very strong, uh, the balance sheet is strong, spending ability is still there. One of the larger costs, which is housing, uh, mortgage rates, or I'm sorry, mortgage payments have gone from about $1,500 a month to about three thousand dollars a month, so doubled. Same thing as is the interest expense of the of the government over the past couple of years, and and all those things will, will come into play as far as the ability to keep consuming and keep spending in perpetuity, and what that ultimately means for inflation. Other news today: the U.S. is thinking of uh, curbing uh, exports of AI chips and cloud services to China. So it's just kind of further. Uh, scrutiny, I guess, over the uh, uh, national security over some technology export to China and so forth. There was some positive news, I thought. This is kind of a small tidbit, but it, it, I get a lot of questions on commercial real estate in the country and, and if it's if it's safe and uh, you know people aren't going back to work and so office space must be worth less and all those sorts of things. There was actually a large transaction in New York City today from technically the, the landlord that we work with there, SL Green, on a, a place on 245 Park Avenue was far above um, what was expected. So I, I, I th that's a small little takeaway, but the point is that people are going back to work, whether it's New York or across the country. And I just don't think with the protective equity in commercial real estate, that the fears that are out there are gonna end up coming to fruition as far as regional bank lending and those types of things. So more, more to say there, but all in all, kind of a quiet summer day in markets. I'm not going to go on here further. Um, I wanted to give you this, and uh, I'll end it there on the day. I'll be with you back tomorrow. There's there's a bit more economic data out on the calendar for tomorrow, um, so I'll kind of go through that. There's a revision on GDP. Um, I know there were some jobless claims that we're going to get, and uh, some housing numbers as well. So I'll have plenty for you tomorrow. With that, I wish you all a very nice evening, and I shall talk to you soon. Thank you. The Bonson Group is a group of investment professionals registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free risk. There is no guarantee that the investment process or investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and is not a guarantee. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable 
Any opinions, news, research, analyses, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary and does not constitute investment advice. The Bonser Group and Hightower shall not in any way be liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data and other information, or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This document was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of the Bonson Group and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates. Hightower Advisors do not provide tax or legal advice. This material was not intended or written to be used or presented to any entity as tax advice or tax information. Tax laws vary based on the client's individual circumstances and can change at any time without notice. Clients are urged to consult their tax or legal advisor for any related questions.